the Sports Core Network, the new number one in sports. A lot of stuff has been going down in sports lately. Y'all been doing y'all part by emailing me your mailbag questions. So without a doubt, we about to get it in. On today's episode, man, we we, we kicking it in gear with a, with a sports mailbag session. A lot has been happening. I got, you know what I mean, this email is coming in. You know what I mean? With nothing but sports, man. You know what I mean? So we going to get caught up on that. So... Without further ado, man, let's get it in. These are the questions that were emailed me by you, my listeners, the fans out there. Every question is regarding sports. If you didn't know, my email is slackistalk at visionlivenetwork.com or you can go to the to the website itself, visionlivenetwork.com and you can leave me any questions, comments, concerns. And like I said before, you know, I, I'll get to them as I'm doing now. So let's get started. First question is from Cliff. Do you think Deshaun Watson is going to be clear of all charges? Oh man, that's a that's a good question, Cliff, man. Uh as far as what I know, it's like twenty six overall or something like that. Twenty six different cases, twenty six different charges. Well he's being charged by twenty six different women. As far as I know, I think he is clear on 22 of those and he has something like four left. If it, if that wasn't decided yesterday, you know, I, I haven't um got any new information yesterday. So they might be already decided. But I'm going to say this. Even by, you know, some type of chance he is cleared on all charges. He still is going to get something. If not by the law, he's going to get suspended by the NFL. And when I'm talking about being suspended, I'm not talking about a couple of games or a fine or something like that. I'm talking about he would probably get at least a year. You have to think, like, if you want to say he did it or not, you know, that's on you. But my take on it. If you got 26 different people saying, you know, you did the same thing. I like to think positive, man, especially when it comes to black people and stuff like that. And, you know, I like to, you know, give them the bit of the doubt. But if you got 26 different people all saying the same thing, it's most likely looking like you at least did something. I mean, I just got to be honest with you. That that doesn't look good. You know, you it's kind of hard to say that 26 people who all don't live around each other, who all don't know each other, it's hard to say that all 26 people are lying on you. You know, that's kind of difficult to say. So, you know, my take on that, I I hope he does get clear of all charges, but he's going to be facing the suspension by the NFL because you got to think, there's people that, you know, just had one charge. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, Or less than that. You know, there's people, 26 charges or twenty in the 20s, that's like a record or something. That has to be like some kind of record or something like that. And you got people that was just charged once. 
and they got suspended. So it's hard to imagine he has 26 charges or whatever it is, and he gets nothing. So the NFL is just, they're going to be forced to, to do something. And we covered this before, and I'll say it again for those that may, might have missed it. It's just kind of odd to me that, you know, you take a guy like Deshaun Watson, who went to Clemson, and by all accounts, the man just had a, a clean slate on everything. You know, this had a, a clean record. You never heard about him getting in trouble on the field or off it. You never heard about him being a bad teammate. You never heard anything about him whatsoever besides his play on the football field. The Houston Texans decided to trade his boy, DeAndre Hopkins, to Arizona, right? Well, they had a coach. The Texans had a coach, and I forget his name because he's not there no more. So the coach got into it with DeAndre Hopkins, who also went to Clemson. So him and Deshaun Watson are most likely, if not best friends, they real good friends. You trade, you trade Hopkins, you know, any organization knows that, especially when you're dealing with a quarterback. With dealing with a quarterback, you got to make that quarterback happy. If he's familiar with this guy and they got chemistry and everything seemed to be working, you kind of leave that alone. You know, you don't want to mess with that. But the coach get rid of Hopkins. They also get rid of another player. I'm not sure if it was J.J. Watt. I know he's going too, but I think it was another player. So, you know, you start taking away the little weapons that this man have. Of course, he's not going to be happy about that. Of who would? You know what I'm saying? Who who would? So he demands to be traded. Not a shock to anybody, but the Houston Texans organization. The minute, the very minute that this man talks about wanting to be traded, out of nowhere, here comes these allegations. And I mean, right after. It's just weird. You know, the man never had no record. He never had no history of getting in trouble. Right after he gets traded, all of these women come out of the Whitworth. Now, what happened here? I don't know who initiated the conversation, if it was the organization or Deshaun. But somewhere along the lines, somebody in the organization got with Deshaun and told him, you know, I could arrange this for you. I could set this up for you. I can get this. I can get that. You know, you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to worry about getting in any trouble. Blah, say, blah, say, blah. Deshaun Watson, I guess, obviously, probably might have said what he wanted. And he accepted the offer. Everything was everything as long as Deshaun is playing with Houston. As long as, you know, the stats are good. and Because I, I can't say they winning because they never won anything. But as long as he was playing with the organization and putting fans in the seats and everything, everything was all good. The minute he demanded to be traded, somebody from the organization blew the whistle on him. That's what happened. Because it's too many people for not, you know, for in, for nobody to know nothing. I even think one of the women even named the organization in the suit. If, if I'm not mistaken. 
But he will be suspended by the league if he makes it, you know, past these charges. And on the downside, you know, when he's able to come back, you're looking at a quarterback that hasn't played the game of football in two years. So there's that. Next question is from Rhonda. How do you feel about the Dell and Sonya Curry situation? Now that one, that one is sad, man. That one, I feel some type of way about that one. You know, these two, I think they actually met all the way back to when they was in college, man. You know what I'm saying? That's that's crazy in itself. You're talking about, you know, 30 plus years. You know what I'm saying? So nobody want to see that go by the wayside, of course. Then it's like, you know, for me, nobody's perfect. And we all have, I think we all have a tendency to, to do this. Sometimes you could look at some people because I don't know them personally. But sometimes you could look at somebody and you could just automatically feel like, man, I know that that person ain't doing nothing. You know, I, I can't see that person doing nothing wrong at all, man. Like, they just be looking like they just be chilling, man. I know they ain't, you know, I know ain't nothing going on out of the ordinary. You know what I'm saying? Not them. That's kind of how I looked at them. You know what I'm saying? You see them and you just can't really see it. You know what I'm saying? They got the they got the, the daughter. You know what I'm saying? They got the, the two brothers. Uh, shout out to my man, Seth Curry, who went to Duke. And they were both athletes themselves. You know what I'm saying? Everybody in the family is an athlete. You know what I mean? It's a good storyline. You know what I'm saying? It can't be nothing going on. It just can't be. Then I guess, you know, you can also look at it the other way. You know, Sonya looks good for her age. I'm not sure how old she is. And pretty much, you know what I'm saying? You see a good looking woman. You got to know that there's other guys out there trying her. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that just... That comes to the territory. But certain people, you just wouldn't think, you know, take the bait. But, you know, it's a thing called life. You know what I mean? Situations happen. They both are blaming each other. And I think it's, you know, legit that them two are, you know, separated. And it's a situation because, you know, I can almost swear that I think I've seen both of them with other people in the finals, you know what I'm saying? When Golden State was playing Boston. But it happened, man. You know, that's that's one of the couples that, you know, I think, you know, I look at them and I think, yeah, you know what I mean? It could happen, you know what I'm saying? We People could make it, you know what I mean, all the way through. And it's kind of a setback. It is. Next question. Next question is from Trey. And man, you know, I, I just read this one a couple of seconds ago. I couldn't wait for this one, man. I knew. I just knew somebody was going to ask. It goes, did you ever think that there was a chance of Kyrie Irving leaving Brooklyn? No chance in hell. No chance in hell, man. No chance in hell. If anybody out there thought that he was leaving, shame on y'all, man. I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in y'all, man. Y'all... Y'all got to know fake news when y'all see it, man. You know, here on the Slackers Talk, you know, we talk about what's real and what's fake, man. And any of my listeners ever believed that he was leaving, I'm, I'm disappointed. Now, here's how you know this was fake news from the beginning. First off, Kyrie Irving is responsible for putting this Brooklyn Nets team together. 
he was the one that called Kevin Durant and he's the one he is the reason why Kevin Durant signed with Brooklyn. It was he was the mastermind behind the whole thing. He put it together. Um he went to the organization and and made a made a couple of couple of concepts and ideas of what he wanted the roster to look like. He called KD KD himself and KD accepted. Now, let's think about this. If you looked at Kevin Durant reaction and his responses the whole time that this Kyrie Irving situation was going on about him leaving he never really said anything he kind of like still stood by Kyrie in the whole situation and he was kind of acting you know nonchalant about the situation now you think about this if you got a guy that talked you into doing something he's responsible for you being at the place that you're at now you know, you, you took him for his word, you believed it, you took him up on his offer, and here you go. When you hear that this guy is leaving or there's a possibility of this guy leaving, you're going to flip. He leaving? What you mean he leaving? He the one that put this together. How he going to leave me? Kevin Durant didn't do none of that. He was acting nonchalant the whole time because him and Kyrie already had the conversation. Kyrie already told him that he was staying. He was just going to grab a couple of headlines, make this some news in the offseason. That's not, you know, nothing going on with the Nets. They got eliminated in the first round. Nobody's talking about them. Everybody's high on Golden State right now. So he wanted to grab a couple of headlines, you know what I'm saying? And he did. And he opted in back with the Nets. That's the first way you know that this was fake news. Now, the second, and this one is a dead giveaway. A dead giveaway. You got to know the difference between something being possibly real and somebody doing something just to get ratings. If you ever saw the list of teams that supposedly Kyrie Irving was considering during this situation, right? I don't remember all of them, but I remember it was the Knicks, it was the Lakers, it was the Clippers. Uh, how many is that? That's three teams. There was, there was two more teams in it. But if you look at the list closely, the last team on that list was the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, some people got bad memories. Some people got terrible memories. But I mean, come on, uh, ESPN and other sports casters out there. Our memories ain't that bad. Isn't James Harden on the Philadelphia 76ers? Yes, he is. Didn't James Harden want to get traded from the Nets because of Kyrie Irving? Yes, he did. So you mean to tell me, honestly, that Kyrie Irving was considering playing for the Philadelphia 76ers and the 76ers were considering this? Come on, y'all. That couldn't be real. That couldn't be real. Had he would have left Brooklyn, his career would have been over because there would have been no player ever able to trust him. Period, point blank, plain and simple. Moving on to the next, a question from Darrell. Are you just a little bit surprised your boy Paolo Bancaro got picked first? 
I want to tell you, nah, man, I'm not. I wasn't surprised at all, man. Of course, man, he the, he the best player in the draft, and that is true. That's true. He is the best player in the draft, man. He's better than Chet, and he's better than Jabari. But the reason why I got to be honest and tell you that I was a little surprised. For the longest time, I always heard that Orlando was interested in Jabari Smith. I heard that the entire, almost the entire way. You know, you almost never heard Orlando being interested in Paolo. And that was weird. You know, maybe, and these, the way these drafts go, a lot of it is smokescreen, man. You know what I mean? You can't show your hand. You know, but I, I did buy into the hype that Orlando was favoring, you know, Jabari Smith. And for that reason alone, you know, I was just a little bit surprised. But as far as talent-wise, man, he's clearly better than the other two. Clearly, man. You know, he has a three-point shot. He has a face-up game. He can take you off the dribble. He's ready now. You know what I'm saying? He, he's the most ready prospect in the draft. I think, you know, he's not perfect. I think he has to work on his free throw shooting a little bit more. I think that's a concentration issue because he's a good shooter. Like I said, you know, he's good from three, good from mid-range. You know what I'm saying? It's just about concentration. Um, far as the fit in Orlando, they got a lot of young talent. You know, we'll wait and see, you know, see if they can put it together. They got, you know, this, this, this collecting talent doesn't work all the time. It has to be a fit. You got to have pieces to go together. But no doubt, by far, man, Apollo number one, baby, all the time. Moving on again. This one is from Marsha. Will Brittany Griner ever be allowed to come back to the U.S.? Now, this this situation here, like, bothers me a little bit, man. I'll take that back. It bothers me a lot. I'm not a guy that's, you know, heavily into the news. You know, I, I, I definitely... You know, I'm in tune to what's going on and stuff like that. I'm not going to say that I sit and, and listen to everything. But the other day, I I just happened to come across this by accident. I heard that uh, Russia, or is it uh, wherever she's located at, that they trying to trade her for some goods or something like that? They trying to make a, a some type of deal for something in return? For the, for the right to get her, you know, back into the U.S. And like I said, it's a, it's a whole bunch of, you know, fake news out there. And, and people just, you know, saying stuff for ratings and stuff like that. But trade, we're not talking about basketball. I know she's a person, she's a basketball player. And she's a person that, that plays in a, in, a, in a basketball league. But this is a human being. You know, this is not sports. What do you mean trade? You know, if she did, if she committed a crime and you have proof that she did it, charge her or, or you know, whatever you go do. But holding somebody hostage, man, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like what's going on? Like somebody can't put a, a, a stop to this. Like, like what's, what's going on here? Like, is this some kind of, it seems to me like this is being treated like some kind of game by them or something like that. Like 
hey, we have a prize basketball player from the U.S. Like, what are you going to give us? That's what it sounds to me or something like that. You know, and this is a crazy situation, man, that I hope, you know, gets done about it. You know, she's a woman. I'm sure she you know she has a family. I believe that she's married. And I know, like, they probably at home losing sleep about this each and every day. And this is something that should have got resolved a long time ago. A long time ago. This this is this has been weeks now. It's been over a month. Like, I mean, come on, man. Let's let's stop it. And the last question of the day is from LaShawn. Or it may be LA Sean. I'm not sure. I'm gonna go with LaShawn. My bad, bro, if I messed up your name. But I'm gonna get to your question anyway. I know you must be sitting on top of the world right now. Being that five Duke players got drafted this past week in the NBA draft. Yes, sir, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm riding high, man. Five players. That's an NBA record. Everything almost went perfect, man. It's just two things that I didn't like. Um, You know, Trevor Kills. I don't like the team that he went to. He got drafted 42nd by the New York Knicks. And just to give the Knicks a little credit, because they go and do it right now because of the trades and the stuff that they did. You know what I'm saying? And it's rumors that they throwing crazy money at, at Brunson and all that kind of stuff, who's not a star player and all that. So just to give them some credit, Kills is better than where he got drafted at, for sure. I feel like the Knicks, there's a chance they could have got a steal. I'm going to say they did get a steal. On top of that, um, I forget the team that Duke played uh, the first game last year. I don't think it was Kentucky. I think it was, it was, was it Michigan State? It was a high-profile team, and I think it was the first game, and it happened to be at Madison Square Garden. And Trevor, Trevor Kill showed out that game. He had 25 points. He had people like Raven, like, man, where did this kid come from? Like, we didn't know he was like that. You know, by far, you know, this the, the his best game of the year. And he had a good year in general. You know, he wasn't able to maintain the success that he had in that game. You know, his play went down just a little bit. But, you know, I give the Knicks props for recognizing that, you know, a player in the second round had a good game in their arena. And give yourself a chance. You know, draft him, bring him there, and see if he could, you know, put that together in that arena every home game for y'all. You know what I'm saying? So I give y'all props on that one. The other thing that I didn't like, and I'm just nitpicking, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm a Chicago Bulls fan. And, man... Mark Williams would have been perfect for us, man. He would have been perfect. I think he got drafted by... Well, I know he got drafted by Charlotte, number 16. And we had the 18th pick. And I'm like, man, you know, if he could just held off like two more picks, man. You know, Chicago would have been perfect. You know, we we need a rim protector who's also somebody that we could throw lobs to and go down there and get a bucket. You know what I'm saying? Him and Levine. And I, I can just see it now, you know... Lonzo Ball is just doing him lobs all day. Even though, you know, he ended up 
you know, with his little brother Mello, and that's gonna be a, a, a good combination. You know what I'm saying? But man, I wanted Mark Williams in Chicago bad, man. I I was just I could I could I could I could taste it, man. And Charlotte scooped him up. Michael Jordan is my man, and you know Michael Jordan is a Tar Heel, you know. So now, you know, there's a distinct honor that a Tar Heel has drafted one of my Duke players. You know what I'm saying? So there's that. But I can't nitpick too much. Five players in the league. You know, we everywhere. Welcome to the brotherhood. The brotherhood is taking over. When all is said and done, there will be more more Duke players with NBA championship rings by far than there is in North Carolina Tar Heels. You know what I'm saying? Write it down. And that's what Jordan. I'm sorry, man. You know what I mean? Wrong place, wrong time. That's what Worthy... Perkins and everybody that played in the Tar Heels. Duke basketball players will have more championships in the NBA than the Tar Heels do. 